3: No. No, not today. We can't. <clears throat> not on Rex Manning Day. I
1: heard you on the
3: wireless back in 52. lying awake and tuning in on you. If I was young... Oh, Dave. How are you feeling today of all days?
4: Can you feel it? I, I feel it, man. You feel I, it? I feel it.
3: That's right. What up, Chair Shot Nation? Patrick and Dave Ungar. Hockey Talk on Rex Manning Day. And we are raring to go with a huge slate of hockey games as we start to work our way into the finale of the season. That's right, everyone. You are listening to Hockey Talk. Here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, on Rex Manning Day, where even on Rex Manning Day, we, requ- we remind you to always use your head.
2: TheChairshot.com. Always use your head.
3: And while this is airing on Tuesday, we are recording on Saturday, which is April 8th. And of course, for those who listen to bandwagon nerds or fellow nerds like ourselves, know that today is Rex Manning Day. On the day that we're recording, and you just you can't dwell on bad news on Rex Manning Day. Say no more, Monet more. I'm gonna go into a bandwagon nerd's rabbit hole here for a second, Dave, because I'm not gonna be on the show. This the, the you know as as everybody will know come Monday when the episode drops, and we missed you last week because you were you you chose WrestleMania over the bandwagon and hockey talk. Empire Records, first of all, Loki underrated film from the 90s for all of you out there that have never seen Empire Records because that's one of those comedies that has gone forgotten in the ether as years have gone by. Liv Tyler, very young Liv Tyler. Um, gosh, I'm going to forget. Uh, so Joey Lauren Adams uh, is one of the other female leads. Um, yeah. Just
4: a great, great
3: film. Enjoy it thoroughly. But Dave, how was WrestleMania? How was your experience at the at the Wrestlemania in the Los Angeles
4: oh it was great man I talked to Tunney last night I did DWI with him where I got inducted as the the sixth official member of DWI Pat so um I guess oh look at you you know on my deathbed I have that going for me that sort we'll of put thing. it we'll
3: put it on your tombstone That's yeah right. we'll put it we'll put it up there on your the tombstone
4: no, WrestleMania was, uh, was great, man. I mean, it was, a that first night was tremendous. And, um, and, you know, I, I liked the second night a lot better than a lot of other people did. I think, uh, the disappointment of what happened at the end, notwithstanding, it was, it was a great event. The event so was, was good for the most part the only complaints we had were the guys running the video screen did a pretty piss poor job of it for a lot of i mean it, they, they i don't think it came across on the on the broadcast but lots of fix the screen chance from our section from a lot mm-hmm. of people um but yeah it was a, a tremendous so, event
3: just dis- disappointed in the ending you wanted you were you one of those marks you thought cody was actually going to win
4: I, I did, and I, I think during the match it oh silly rabbit it uh I think they really they really roped me in. I know I was talking to Chris Platt, got to see Chris in in, in L.A. Oh, for a little while. Um, you know, I think when when Ko and, and Sammy hit the ring and hit their finishers on Roman, that's when I said this is actually going to happen because they're going to bury Roman once and for all, and then but see, like I told Tony, the thing was that not guys watching at home didn't see it. We all saw Solo come back to the ring. So we watched, Yeah, I think
3: I I, th- I think I saw you mention that. Yes. Yeah,
4: we saw him come to the ring. So you knew he was going to get involved. I think maybe somewhere you were hoping somebody might intervene, maybe Randy Orton or Pie in the Sky, The Rock was going to music was going to hit and he was going to stop. But you know, once he got involved, it was the writing was on the wall, and I did I, I the the disappointment in the arena was palpable. Now we weren't like those fan like that one fan who basically destroyed his chair and threw it uh, into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like that, but, um, it was, I think it was surprising to a lot of people because they really did a great job of telling that story and roping you in. Um, but that, I think the intercontinental championship match was probably the best out of uh, Charlotte and Rhea's right there as well. But, um, yeah, it was a really good event.
3: Yeah. And I do agree with a lot of folks that night one was, was the stronger of the two nights. Definitely. Uh, But, I I mean, it was a good, good, it was an enjoyable show regardless, you know. And we've, of course, everybody's had their time to do their post-WrestleMania armchair booking. Uh, The internet has made its decisions on who's running creative, even though none of that, in my opinion, is true. And especially as, you know, you're getting a follow-up you know, post like every website now is saying different things. Like you've got folks being like, Vince is firmly in control. Then he wasn't at SmackDown yesterday. So, you know, I, I think that as Greg and I talked on the Greg DeMarco show on Wednesday, there, there's a lot of hyperbole, uh, a lot of people who I, I secretly, I think kind of want Vince McMahon to be fully in charge because they don't know how to write about anything else that's going on around them. If it's not good, like if something isn't good to them, and Vince McMahon's not in charge. They don't really know how to respond to that. Whereas if something's not good, and they can, and they can point to Vince McMahon being present somewhere, they can be like, "This is terrible." Even even the raw criticism, the raw after WrestleMania criticism, which like I thought was really funny, because I it was raw. Like like I don't know what was so terrible about the raw after WrestleMania other than there wasn't seven thousand NXT debuts. You know, you got a couple of returns. You got, you got a big storyline started between Brock and Cody, which is a money story, and yet people were like, this is the worst raw after WrestleMania in the history of everything that's ever happened in the world. Oh my god, I'm so bad right now. And, they, and then they were like, and it's all Vince! Vince is ruining it all over again! Triple H is fired! And then, you know, a week later Vince is back doing, you know, grown-up things. Triple H is back running creative and Suddenly, SmackDown magically was just better because the perception of Vince not being there instantly changes the way anybody looks at a show instead of looking at it objectively and recognizing that, yeah, Vince had his fingers probably in a show when he's there, but did he did he wholesale make changes left and right? No. No, he probably didn't. Yeah, and I, I, people should know better at this point.
4: I mean – I think the raw after WrestleMania was underwhelming, but that's been the case for the last, what, five years, basically. So
3: that's because that's because they've again, and and I'm going into a lot of these different things because I'm not going to be on bandwagon tomorrow. Uh, but I would compare this to the Mandalorian in that the WWE made a shift and the audience didn't shift with them and continues to refuse to recognize the shift that is happening. like, the Raw and you just said it. The Raw after WrestleMania hasn't been the Raw after WrestleMania the way that people remember it for quite some time now. Yeah. The Mandalorian season three. And last week, yesterday's ep, or this past episode, Cameo's Not Withstanding, which however people feel, have you watched the episode yet? Yes. So Cameo's Not Withstanding. And by the time this this episode airs, it'll be Tuesday, so who cares? Uh this week's edition of Hockey Talk by the way, all over the place. Enjoy. We will get to hockey, I promise we will talk about hockey. But uh, I'm trying to figure out how I feel about the three guest stars that popped up and whether it's a fan opinion of the person that colored why they felt or didn't feel that that person, sh- you know, those people should be on the show or if this really was stunt casting. By I mean it is a little bit of stunt casting because you can't tell me that if you get Lizzo and Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd on a show like that that's going to be advertised like that is Lizzo in particular like Lizzo is a current artist that is very very popular and is selling out concert venues around the world. It also was a big deal to her to be on the show like she shared like the connection she has with her father and Star Wars. So fans because fans are toxic. Like, discredited a thing, and then it really turned out that, like, you're a douchebag because Lizzo took advantage of an opportunity to do something that meant a lot to her. And, and suddenly, your fandom you feel means more than her personal connection. This all of that is notwithstanding the direction of the show, The Mandalorian, has changed to be about the Mandalorians. And fans, and especially critics, have not figured that out and gotten on board and are like, actively ripping this show because they're like this isn't about grogu and only grogu and did this shit this series is terrible or this season is terrible what the fuck they're stupid my biggest problem has been the retconning thing which i talked about last week on the show i don't know if you listened but it's a real problem with this the bad batch and basically what i see the blueprint for some of the star wars projects coming well, up you
4: and i have talked about that on bandwagon nerds that that as soon as they started bringing the cloning aspect of things the writing was on the wall they are retconning the sequel trilogy and that has continued i i didn't like this this episode we i mean we're going to talk about it tomorrow but i'll just throw it out there i mean it was like you're going to talk
3: but by, by the time people hear this today it'll, it'll be a, have been right, yesterday that's so
4: right, that's you're right. fine you're it's good not, Time travel it's a flat circle no um the uh I, I i I like you know i I think the episode was like I had like thirty minutes of like, what are we doing? why are we doing this and then the last ten of course is critical, um so right. you know, and I get it, they had a lot of cameos and and I think it it is important, and I'll tell the guys tomorrow, like my wife picked up on it, she goes, I think it's important that they're showing that things are not so copacetic in this post empire it's like it's like right. the reverse of Andor Andor showing the beginning of the of the uh, rebellion, this showing the beginning of the First Order and why there's these pockets of dissension going on. And people just can't accept that. Hey, this is peaceful, well, you know, and
3: this is this is a very well, it's, it's funny because it's very reflective of coups in general, like revolutions happen. And then there is a big bit of like, well, now what? Like, what do we do? Right. And. That's that that period of instability is legit. Like, that's a legit thing. Um, I will say of the three guest stars that showed up, Jack Black was I, I couldn't stand it. He was just Jack Black being doing Jack Black stuff in Star Wars. And I that was the that was the, of the three. That was the cameo I did not care for.
4: Yeah, he was, you know, he was kind of superfluous and over the top, which is Jack Black. That's
3: what I mean, that it was Jack Black being Jack Black. It didn't really feel like it was Jack Black being a character. It was like that was the one where I was like, Favreau, it seemed like was like just, hey, let's put Jack Black in here. And then Bryce Dallas Howard didn't really rein him in as much as I would have liked to have heard liked her to have done as the director
4: of the episode i like this timing man espn just sent something nhl playoff standing what's at stake on 16 games saturday good timing guys personal yeah look at you
3: segueing out of the nerd talk to force me into into talking some hockey i don't get to talk nerd talk this week so this was this was my shot my one shining moment i hope it was I'm ca- so i angry. hope it was
4: cathartic for you in some way
3: Dude, I just, I'm actually more sad that there's a robust trailer park this week after like three weeks of like shit trailers to go over to where I'm digging into documentary territory. And then this week it was just like Blue Beetle, um,
4: what else? The Secret Blue Invasion. Blue
3: Beetle, Secret Invasion. Ahsoka. Um, Ahsoka. There was another one. There Indy. was like four, a Barbie, we'll put another one Indy out there. came out like, with their second one. In indie came, yeah, Indiana Jones. Like it's just like all these huge trailers come out this week, and, and I'm on a, and I'm out for like three weeks. So, all right, that is your dose of Patrick O'Dowd bandwagon nerd talk for this week. Since I wasn't on the show on uh, Monday, which by the way, great show, Dave. I, I'm just good work all around. I'm sure that nothing happened that will cause me to clench my fist and send messages in the DMS on Twitter Not after I listen to it. Absolutely. Not at all.
4: It just depends I, who shows up tomorrow. That's,
3: <laughs> uh, it'll be a thing. All right. So we've, we've done 15 minutes. Look at that. We we got past, uh, we got well past that five minute mark with our, with our banter. Uh, and I think we're going to take our commercial break and then just long form the end of this thing. Because as you mentioned, as we record today on Saturday, the NHL has 16 games. It's the first time in the history of the NHL that they have had 16 games in one day, including a triple header on ABC, I do believe, uh, of games. Boston has an opportunity at history, uh, tying history. And then the following day, they have an opportunity... At making history if they win so that you know is on the table plus a bajillion playoff scenarios this week i actually have the schedule for this week so we will look at a look at a couple of games after uh this this saturday since this saturday will already happen and just kind of look at a rundown because it's it's quite the week of hockey but we'll get all of that when we come back uh thank you everyone for indulging my bandwagon nerd talk dave and i's wrestlemania talk well, it just needed to happen. and so stay tuned upon our return, I promise you hockey talk here on Hockey Talk, a part of the chairshot radio network on the chairshot.com
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
3: All right, everyone. Welcome back. You know what? Before we talk hockey, let's just get all the ads out of the way. If you love ChairShot Radio Network and TheChairShot.com and the banter that goes on every single day through our internet airwaves and you want to support us the best way to do it frankly is financially and we have a way that you can do that and that is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in one of our many chair shot t-shirt designs great great stuff i today am sporting my soft style bandwagon nerd shirt from my Monday show, our Monday show. Sorry, it's not mine. I do rule it like a a tiny dictator at times with an iron fist where I boo everyone mercilessly. But we have shirt designs with our chair shot logo, with statements from various shows, jokes, everything out there that you can imagine. They're only $19.99 pop, or you can spend a few dollars more. Get it soft style. Your body will thank you. It feels nice on your giblets. We love putting this content out. Dave, myself, PC Tony, Greg DeMarco, Ray Cash, Aesop Mitchell, all of us at The Chair Shot truly enjoy doing this. And The best way to keep us going is to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Chair Shot and invest in us by purchasing a Chair Shot shirt. All right. All of the advertising has been taken care of, Dave. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been waiting. Hockey. Lots of it this week. Lots of this. Let's start with, you talked about it today as we record this show on Saturday. 16 games. ABC has a triple header. I I mean, I don't even know where to start. I already, I'll I'll start with this one because I already mentioned it. The Boston Bruins today have an opportunity against the New Jersey Devils to tie history. If the Bruins win, they tie a, um, the record for wins in a season. And then Sunday, uh if they beat and I can't remember who it is that they beat, but if they win on Sunday after winning on Saturday, they would set a new NHL record for wins in the season. They have easily secured their trophy for most wins uh for this season. They will have home ice throughout the playoffs. New Jersey, their opponent today, does have an opportunity though if they win in regulation. They will at least have home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs.
4: They do, and they and beyond that, uh, what are they? they're one point behind Carolina, so not just home home ice, but potentially a you know a a matchup. Well, not a bye; they don't get a bye, but a matchup against one of the wild card teams in the in the first round. So they are fighting for the metropolitan division title. Um, yep and i think who's carolina's playing as well today and they're playing i think they've got a semi tough no they're playing well no, buffalo, Carol- buffalo
3: yeah they're they clinch home ice uh in the first round if they win in any fashion so any way they beat the sabers they're good um the other scenarios are if they get one point against the sabers and the rangers lose to columbus or if the rangers lose to the blue jackets in regulation so I, I'm feeling pretty good about Carolina securing their, uh, their home ice for the first round today.
4: Yeah. I, I, th- I like, I like their chances better than, uh, jerseys because you know, Boston's playing yeah. in Boston with Boston history Boston. on the line. It, it, that should be a hell of a game though. I think like months ago right. when, when we first started, when we first started noticing that the dev- devils were, uh, were for real, we kind of speculated, I ah, can't wait for New Jersey and Boston to play. Well, here you go.
3: Yeah. It's crazy. Um. Let's get to the other big game. At least in my opinion, the big, the, the other big game that's that's going to be it's going to be on ESPN 3:30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So it will have happened. Vegas at Dallas opportunity to clinch the Pacific Division if they defeat Dallas in any way, shape, or form, and the Oilers lose to San Jose, San Jose in regulation.
4: One of those will happen, maybe.
3: which one do you think won't happen i
4: i i no i think think
3: edmonton's gonna beat san jose oh yeah
4: yeah edmonton's playing really well i think uh vegas against who who are they playing they're playing dallas see that it's everything's on the line there because you look at what vegas has got going on and then you've got this massive dog pile at the top of the central division colorado dallas minnesota colorado dallas dead heat minnesota just two points behind so yeah, everybody's got a lot to play for in this one. Um well
3: and the other the other thing at stake, and I forgot about this, regardless of whether Vegas clinches, if they if they get a point against the stars, they'll clinch home ice. Or if the Kings lose to Colorado in any way tonight, then then the Knights will will clinch home ice. So that's also on on the table for the Knights tonight.
4: Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and and I think um, I'm just looking at the wild cards in both conferences. Holy crap. (laughs) I mean, that's where the action is really. I mean, they're sure it's at the top of the divisions, no doubt. You know, uh, you've you've got and congratulations, of course, to the Seattle Kraken. They are officially in, Pat.
3: Yeah, look at them go. Only took, what, two years? Only two. (laughs) Just saying that that bout, that that bout, whatever. I'm tired of expansion hockey. Here's what I do know. Uh, the St. Louis Blues aren't going anywhere.
4: No, nope. and the Caps aren't either. But at least your guys are finishing kind of strong. My guys are not just limping well, they're, into the playoffs. They're,
3: bring, the... they're, bring, they're, the, they're bringing up all the young guys that uh, are hungry. And play. Like we talked about, this is bringing up guys who are fighting for a position on the team for next year. That's that's what's happening there. Yeah,
4: You have young guys uh, who are good, and my guys are just garbage.
3: So looking further on the calendar and this is what's really interesting is that you've got a, a loaded slate Monday and Tuesday of games not 16 games but you know you've got uh, I'm looking at Tuesday actually the day that we're airing this the the late game you know actually both of the ESPN games on Tuesday should be a lot of fun as you got Toronto the Maple Leafs taking on Tampa Bay and you've got Edmonton at Colorado that's a good double header for a Tuesday night um that should be a lot of fun to watch yeah
4: and that toronto tampa bay game is a playoff preview you know they're gonna get yep. they're gonna get started early we know they're locked into playing each other so they're gonna get started early on on and that, that and that's
3: gonna be a statement game baby i love good statement game yeah
4: i think that that's something they know they're playing each other we know how that goes it's time to start sending messages so yeah that's gonna be fun.
3: and then let me do the county here 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 games on Thursday coming your way. Somehow the Blues ended up on ESPN um, at eight o'clock. I'm sorry, America. <laughs> That's my, my, our fault. Uh, but the the nightcap, take a look down there at the nightcap. That's another playoff preview potential matchup at some point vegas and seattle 10 30 p.m on espn that sounds like fun
4: can we get yeah david can we get vegas seattle please i mean the two youngest teams in the league squaring off against against each other in seattle's first play i mean right now seattle's yeah they're gonna be they're gonna take on the uh whoever's not the number one seed more than likely they're gonna right. draw Colorado or Dallas. It sure seems that way. Yeah. But be that as it may, um, yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, Vegas is Vegas has been the one of the Vegas and Jersey have been the surprises of the year. I mean
3: We 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 wrote Davis we wrote Vegas off so early. We did. You know, in our preseason <laughs> we like we were like, These guys are these guys aren't coming back, they're terrible, blah, blah, blah. And they're just you know, winning their division. It's fine
4: yeah i think yeah i mean let's talk wild cards you want to talk wild cards and how you're feeling about this
3: how no, i'm not gonna i'm just gonna be sad watching my team not be in the wild card
4: <laughs> yeah both of us no, are just sorry. like, oh man it the playoffs are gonna yeah. be weird it's gonna be the first time in a long time that neither the caps or the Blues. i can't eat, i don't even know when the last time the caps right. and blues weren't In the playoffs, but yeah, you got what Florida and and the Islanders at 89 Pittsburgh at 88. God, I hope Pittsburgh flames out. (laughs) It doesn't make the playoffs.
3: Can I, you know what I find fascinating about Pittsburgh? Uh, It's their fans, like their fans, both want their team to win and also just want the season to end. Like, it's like the, it's my favorite, like, it actually, it reminds me of my college basketball fandom this season where I was just like. This team is good enough to make the NCAA tournament, but they're not going to go anywhere. Do I have to watch them make the like, do we do we need to go through this exercise? That's kind of how I feel.
4: Pittsburgh feels right now. If that makes sense. It does. I mean, it seems like. No, you're right. They're they're uh, they're a team like like the caps in that they've gotten kind of older overnight ish, but not to the left but they haven't had the injury problems at washington injuries just destroyed washington this year but uh you know pittsburgh yeah i i don't see if if, if <laughs> here's the problem if you make the playoffs right now as the eight seed your reward is the boston bruins who will probably be yeah why would you
3: want to do that <laughs> right. like and, and that's the thing is pittsburgh if i'm a pittsburgh fan i'm like you know what have at it yeah. Let, maybe let, maybe next year. Let, let the, the islanders That's get
4: let the Islanders get flattened I, by these guys, you know?
3: But but here's the thing, and this is what we know about the Stanley Cup playoffs. The regular season means something until it doesn't mean anything. And hockey in particular is the one is that one sport where like the low seed can make a run. I mean, that was um who was it a couple of years ago? Was it
4: Montreal? Montreal did that it to the caps know? in twenty ten. Columbus, right. columbus swept remember tampa bay set the record like the record yeah, they set it, the points record just a few years ago and they got swept in the first round so it means absolutely nothing that being said uh if i'm boston Boston's
3: not losing to boston i'll, to I'll tell you this part,
4: yeah, pat if i'm just... boston the team i don't want to play in that first round is probably florida because they have surged i mean like i kept watching the standings yeah. and the next thing i know is like Shit! Not only in the wild card, they're the number one wild card. You know, they would go up against Carolina or Jersey I, if I'm any of the division right. leaders. I don't think I want to play Florida right now. They've gotten hot at the right time.
3: Yeah, and yeah, I. I uh, but is it too early? When, like, when's the timing of getting hot to where it really matters in the playoffs?
4: I like, I like what Florida's done. The surge that they've gotten to yep. get below the line and to the point that they're in. I'll tell you the other thing going to the other conference. So you got a similar situation. Yep. You got Seattle's in, but the last wild yep. card, Winnipeg, Colorado, Winnipeg, Calgary, Nashville, Na- Nashville is a team that was in cell mode at the deadline and then got hot. So if they make right. it, I don't know if I want to play that. I mean, you know, you're looking at, at probably the Knights is the number one seed out West. I'm not sure I'm thrilled about playing Nashville in the first round of Vegas, no,
3: not really. Um, the other the other team that we've been talking about who steadily just sort of made their way and look, lo and behold, here we are in the central, sitting atop the standings by by mathematics, even points with Dallas mm-hmm. at a hundred. Your Colorado Avalanche. They just sort of as they got healthy.
4: As they got healthy, exactly. As they
3: got healthy. I, I think they're I think that they've gotten healthy at the right time. I think they're playing Much, much better than they were, you know, in the first half of the season, obviously. That starting to feel like another sexy pick to make a deep run. Now, are they good enough to beat Boston if they get to a Stanley Cup Finals? Yes.
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. And I keep looking at what Boston's done this season, and I don't know what you can tell me. Like, their goal differential is astounding. As a team, 100 plus 121 is their scoring differential in Boston. The closest team is Jersey, and they've doubled Jersey.
4: that has got to be a record, right? I mean, it's got to be a That's record obscene. for gold. I got to look that up. What is the best gold difference? That's got to be a record.
3: Like, how? Like, it's obscene, Dave. I've never, like, I, I don't know, man. Like it's going to be really hard when we actually get the field set and determined to not pick Boston almost prohibitively. Like they're just, they're killing people. You can't get them down. You can't keep them down. Their biggest losing streak was what? Two as Dave efforts. This is the best yeah. of podcasting when, when we effort things
4: largest goal differential in an NHL season. Let's see now. Let's see where Boston is on this thing. Ooh, God, really? <laughs> 216 for the 1976-77 Montreal Canadiens?
3: Wow. Well, but...
2: It's wow, all like these teams from the se-
4: all these teams from the 70s. Nobody nobody well, from the 2000s. It's all Well, let's let's
3: also what you said 1976?
4: Yeah, 76 77 Canadians.
3: So, so let's do this real quick. How many teams in the NHL? Oh.
4: How? They were and, 60. They played 80 games, 60 wins, eight losses, 12 ties. Jeez. That's impressive.
3: There were 18 teams in the NHL in 1976, 77. Each team played 80 games. Um,
4: yeah, the Bruins right now are yeah, that's shocking. They're way down there. I All right, I stand correct.: Well,
3: but it's, but it's about tie. It's about where but it, there are 32 teams in the NHL now.
4: But I will say this: Boston is the first team from this century to crack this list. Right.
3: Well, and, and again, I think that, you know, when you look at, when you look at a league that has 32 teams versus 18, that's 14 more teams that you got to go up against. That's I, I'm not taking by the way, Montreal Canadian fans. I'm not taking anything away from your all timer of teams from 76, 77, but Boston at, it's a hard it's a I think it's a, a much more significant differential given the number of teams you gotta play, the amount of travel you gotta do, uh, the way the schedule's just built. Like that's you know look at you you talked about games. Boston has played what are they? I said seventy, seventy-three,
4: seventy-eight games. Right. So well, the other thing is that Canadian team had this guy named Ken Dryden. In goal, so you know. I mean, he, he was he was okay. He was all right. Yeah, he was all right. He, he, he was he was, he was he a was solid. You know, solid. Jo- jobber to the stars kind of talent. Solid, but...
3: solid, solid, solid contributor. Solid contributor. Yes. he's your he, he's he's uh Okay, okay, we got to stop. We're talking about a Hall of Fame goalie like he's <laughs> one, shit. Of the, one of the best
4: of all time, no less.
3: <laughs> We're just like, yeah, he's what he's one of the goats. But like, you know, did he have his face on a bubblegum card? No, he did.
4: Probably, maybe I'm sure it was.
3: I'm sure there was hockey trading cards out there somewhere. It was next Al this...
4: Michaels at the Miracle on Ice, so there is that as well. Yeah, there
3: oh, you nice. go. So, um, what else do you do you look forward to this week? Maybe look at those Thursday games. Uh, get back on track with that. Yeah. Nothing. There's there we nothing go. exciting.
4: On that there you go. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> what do we got? Yeah, true Maple Leafs Rangers. That might be fun.
3: Oh, yeah. dude, Winnipeg, yeah.
4: Colorado could be huge by the time we get there. When you look at that wild card, for Winnipeg for yeah. Winnipeg. Well, I mean, it could be for Colorado. It, it depending on the things play out, you could have the divisional right. title on the line. The blues can play that's spoiler. True. You know, that's uh,
3: they've been having a lot of fun with that. They I, I, I don't I don't see them doing that in Dallas, but probably not. You never know.
4: Like uh like I uh, you know, it, it would be poetic justice. Oh, then the Caps can be spoiler as well as they play the Devils. They've played the Devils tight this year, so that that's not a gimme. You see, the Caps are still one of these teams that even though they're just imploding down the stretch, I still wouldn't wanna be I don't know if I'd want to play them with Ovechkin out there yeah. at this stage, you know, just because they've got the they've got the capability to pull off an upset. At any time, you wouldn't know it the way they got run out of Montreal the other night, but um, they could still uh, pull something out. <laughs>
3: yeah, we all have days like that. Like that's a thing.
4: Some, you know, if you're a Washington Nationals fan like me, you're gonna have a lot of those days this year. Lots of those right. days this year.
3: And <laughs> hey, we talked about the Blues
4: about uh, that they're just uh, they're they're a tough out down the. Yeah, area. I
3: just we're talking about our days and like our seasons. Our seasons yeah. have been
4: terrible. I mean, it is it well, is what it is. All right,
3: when. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on you. When's the season end?
4: Friday. When do we? When I do think we? It's Friday the fourteenth, so, right? They got the two games on Friday. Two the games 14th. on
3: Friday. Yep.
4: Oh my goodness! Colorado and Asheville could decide a lot. That last game. Yep. That I mean, Buffalo Columbus doesn't mean shit, but the other one that might be very important. Yeah.
3: Whew, it's yeah, gonna down be a fun. Wire week. with these wild card games. Yep. Uh, so we'll have to you know stay on top of that, and then come next week we're talking playoff matchups
4: playoffs we're talking playoffs
3: (laughs) well and we're going to talk playoffs and then we're going to make predictions uh that are different from our early season predictions because those have flown out the window because neither of of our teams
4: is involved well i didn't
3: neither neither of our personal teams are involved but our picks to win the cups are still cup i and i will say
4: this i did predict that my team would miss the playoffs this year pat and i was right
3: I got that. I, I, did I predict mine to miss the playoffs? I can't I even remember. What I think you might have
4: you might have done that as well. So, in, in my
3: opinion, um, you can't listen to what we said, noble listener. You know, six months ago, we were drunk at the time.
4: Yeah, we both had New Jersey being this damn good, and Boston, who we I think we kind oh, of yeah. buried a little bit as well. Uh, I always bury Boston. because I, I can't stand Marshawn. <laughs>
3: Can't stand Mark. I can't stand Bruins fans too. Like I just I, I work with a
4: Bruins fan
3: and he is just he's feeling himself. My man.
4: God, he's gotta be uns- insufferable right now.
3: They always are. So we um but we'll have a ton to talk about. We'll be able to break down some playoff matchups. It's gonna be really, really exciting. And so looking forward to that. Dave, um call and a wrap on the show. Before we get out of here though, um sorry. I'm gonna miss you tomorrow when you all record bandwagon nerds i'm going to go watch the citizen Kane of your people though right after we close this because it's time to enjoy some moses and the ten commandments a little cecil b the mill uh celebrate some passover uh and and, and all of that fun stuff as, as we watch an oddly christianized view of a jewish story if uh, you know but it's a it's it's well it's one of the greatest feats of cinematic history the the Ten Commandments.
4: It, it is. This is this the this is always one of these uh holidays that that I think gets you know trumped up a little bit more oh there's all this dissension between the Jews and the Christians not really but you know we're going to play it up that way but yeah have fun have fun with that cinematic classic my friend. And you will be missed tomorrow and I'm glad we got a chance to kind of talk a, a little bit about Mandalorian today to kind of agree that yeah, I agree with you. It's not, it's not about Din. It's about the Mandalorian, you know? And and I'm just curious if Bo's stabbing somebody in the back before this is all done. I got a sinking feeling, but we'll see.
3: I don't know. Okay, I'm got, sorry. We're not going to leave the show just yet because I do want to talk about what I think. The Ahsoka trailer looked fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, whether it's good as a series or not damn they know how to put together a trailer over there and they
4: and they name drop heir to the empire i mean that that they did oh my goodness
3: absolutely did i i knew you would catch on to that ray winstone looks like he was fucking built to be a dark jedi and please please i don't know who is the showrunner what's going on with that don't kill him don't kill him (laughs) Make him a compelling character that is as badass as he looked in this trailer. Because he looked badass. Badass. And all of the Star Wars Rebels drops. We got Sabine, Hera, Chopper. Sabine is looking at a hologram of someone. And I don't think it's Ezra Bridger, but I was like, can it be Ezra? It's not. But I wanted it to be Ezra so badly
4: you know, I and Yeah. I mean, before we leave it, it, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, Grogu saw those force whales, the Purgle in the first episode. That's got to come full circle at some point, right?
3: There's just so much going on and they are, they are pulling so hard on the star Wars rebels thread that we got to stop talking about it here because we're ruining bandwagon nerds. Well, no, we're just, we're postscript on bandwagon nerds and this is hockey talk. So, Let's get out of here. Tell everybody where they can find you on the socials, Dave, and on the Chair Shot Radio Network.
4: Hey, you can find me on, Attitude, uh, on Twitter at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression.
3: And you can catch me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist, that is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Monday, usually talking hockey, not this much nerd stuff, but talking hockey with Dave. So once the season ends, it'll be time for musical chairs again, and that's always a lot of fun as well. Tuesday, I'm talking – our sorry, Monday, I'm talking nerdy stuff with Dave. Tuesday, I'm talking hockey and musical chairs. Wednesday, I'm talking wrestling with Greg DeMarco on The Greg DeMarco Show. I have fucked up my outro like the last three shows we've done, Dave. Like I have forgotten – what my own schedule is on the chair shot radio network. So uh, I'm going to keep it up, your, but you new, all,
4: it's your new gimmick, man.
3: It is. And next week we are going to talk all things NHL playoffs. Easiest show to format because we talk about one division for one segment commercial break, other division, the second, uh, second segment. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you everyone for listening. Come back next week. We're your NHL Stanley cup playoff preview. You have been listening to hockey talk on the chair shot radio network a part of the chair <laughs>